Good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. Ohio votes on Issue 1 tomorrow. Issue 1 would allow for late-term abortions in Ohio through all nine months of pregnancy, would eliminate parental rights, would eliminate health and safety standards for women in our state. And to help us enter more deeply into what's at stake in tomorrow's vote, we've asked Peter Grange to join us. Peter is the CEO of Ohio Right to Life. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, at Peter Range 12 And uh, you can also go to visit ohiolife.org and protectwomenohio.com. Peter, thank you for joining me today. Al, it's always a delight and joy to be with you. Thanks for having me on today. Let's let's talk about the 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 referendum itself. What what does the bill actually say? Al, it's one of the most scariest things uh, I've ever read, and it's because of the groups that are behind it. You know, and it's not only Planned Parenthood and the ACLU, but a group called Urge, which on their own social media accounts believe that any parental involvement laws for abortion are unethical and must be abolished, therefore celebrating all abortions without exceptions. For, therefore decriminalizing self-managed abortion. So these are all the things that they say publicly. Um, so when we talk people and we walk people through the amendment, uh, we have to start with, well, who drafted it? And it's mm. these extreme groups that have drafted it. But in the amendment itself, it says that every individual has a right to make and carry out one's own reproductive decisions, including but not limited to a, you know, abortion and a few other things. So they don't even use anywhere in the document woman or mother at all. And notice that they say reproductive decisions that are including but not limited to abortion. Again, if you go to these own websites of the ACLU and Planned Parenthood, they believe that involved in reproductive decisions includes transgender care as well. Now, when we talk about abortion through all nine months of pregnancy, it's, again, because of the language. Sure, they write in the amendment that abortion may be prohibited after fetal viability, but that's up to the treating physician if they believe it's necessary to protect the pregnant patient's life mm-hmm. or health. Now, that key term there, Al, is health. In Doe v. Bolton, the court defined health to include all factors physical, emotional, psychological, familial, the woman's age relevant to the well-being of the mother. So that would legalize abortion through all nine months here in Ohio. And then lastly, they've inserted this term burden, that the state can't burden, penalize, prohibit, interfere with, or discriminate against either an individual's voluntary exercise of this right or a person or entity that assists an individual exercising this right. So, you know, we have a 24-hour waiting period. That could be considered a burden. Right. Uh, we have local transfer agreements here that you have to be connected with a hospital to guarantee continuity of care. Well, that would be a, a burden to an activist judge here in Ohio. So this is the most dangerous, most extreme thing we face here in Ohio. And so whether, you know, one would even consider oneself pro-life or pro-choice, we're urging all Ohioans to vote no on issue one. This just goes way too far. Mm-hmm. So there's no clearly established cutoff for abortion, which leads into nine months. Um, there, you also have the risk of losing uh, protections that you already have, such as the waiting period. Uh, what, what is the, what are the polls saying right now? Well, Al, that's you know why I'm somewhat excited uh, right now, the day before the election. Look, we are being outspent uh, three to one in this election, and their money has come from outside the state of Ohio. Five point three million came from the Progressive sixteen thirty fund. $3.5 million came from New York-based Open Society Policy Center. Uh, you may have remembered that. That's a lobbying group uh, that's associated with George Soros. Right. 
two million came from the ACLU, one million from Michael Bloomberg from New York. So most of their money is flying in here from New York. But despite the fact they've been spending millions of dollars, again, outspending us three to one here in the state of Ohio, three months ago, our internal polling showed that they had a 55% yes vote. And then two months ago, it was 53%. And then a month ago, it was 51%. And our most recent polling here in the state of Ohio, Al, has them below 50%. Mm. Now, I'd rather be in their position because they're still ahead of us. But look, we've got them below 50%. We really have a chance to win here in the state of Ohio if each one of your listeners, if you know anybody in Ohio or you're in Ohio yourself, yeah. you get to the polls, you drag 10 of your friends with you, we can make a difference and we can win this thing if we can just get our people to the polls to vote. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're being heard on all the Annunciation radio stations uh, in the Toledo area. So that's very good. And we've got other stations uh, in Ohio that are listening to us right now, too. So <clears throat> we should be able to generate some turnout uh, here. I, You know, this is what I think people are, are frustrated by is they take a look at what, um, you know, we're having to face these battles now after the great victory we had with Dobbs. And <clears throat> uh, we have just extraordinary money coming from out of state. So it isn't as though the citizens of Ohio uh, are really uh, spearheading this. You've got vast amounts of money coming from you mentioned the 1630 fund, uh, ACLU, uh, Michael Bloomberg, Open Society. Uh, I mean, they're going to turn around and say, well, what about you guys? Are you guys getting much money from out of state? Yeah, we've gotten support from Susan B. Anthony, Pro-Life America, and we're so thankful for their pro-life witness and support here in the state of Ohio. They've actually knocked on 500,000 doors nice. here in the state of Ohio for this campaign, so we're so incredibly thankful for their partnership. But look, the, the intentions of Susan B. Anthony, they're pretty clear. They, they're a pro-life organization. These other dark money, Arabella Industries and groups that are donating yeah. here, uh, you, you just can't follow the money. You can't follow even where it comes from sometimes. Uh, some of it's coming from a Swiss billionaire of all places as well. So, you know, the dark money that's being used to influence Ohioans is incredibly frustrating because what they've been doing now is they've just been lying on TV. They're telling women that they won't have access to miscarriage care or they won't have access to contraception here in Ohio. And then most recently, they're using this terrible tragedy uh, of a young girl, 10 years old, who had been uh, sexually assaulted here in the state of Ohio. And they're using that to justify 99% of abortions that take place here in our state. But not only that, this, the way that this amendment is, is written, their language explicitly protects any third parties who assist anyone in obtaining abortion, meaning that the 27-year-old illegal immigrant who's responsible for those crimes in this case could have taken his victim to get an abortion without her mother's knowledge mm. and continue on with his predatory behavior. So their amendment actually assists predators in trafficking these young girls because when they walk into Planned Parenthood, they'll just be one third party who's just assisting another individual in accessing their quote-unquote reproductive yeah. care. So when they talk about protecting women or helping mothers or, or protecting little girls, their amendment is actually doing the complete opposite. It's aiding and abetting those predators who want to hurt our young girls and our families. Now, am I right that uh, under current Ohio law, a minor needs parental consent to obtain an abortion? 
That is correct. That is current Ohio law. But under this amendment, since it says individual yeah. has an access to reproductive decisions, individual, that's a legal term. That means anyone of any age. But it also means anyone of any gender as well. So you could have a young boy who's thinking about reproductive decisions. Maybe he's struggling with gender dysphoria. Is he going to be able to walk into a Planned Parenthood who, oh, by the way, is becoming one of the leading providers of puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones in the country? Is he now going to be able to walk into a clinic and just say, well, look, I'd like to transition my gender? You know, these are questions we don't know, and it's purposely left vague in this amendment. Um, so that's why we're frightened here in the state of Ohio about what's to come. Um, but we've seen, uh, you know, in Michigan, uh, where you're at now as well, Governor Whitmer just introduced a whole slew of packages uh, that are attacking anything that has to do with pro-life. So this doesn't end with this amendment. That's why we have to stop it here. This will just continue unless we can uh, get the people of Ohio out to the polls to vote no on issue one. It's just so critical that you get out tomorrow and that you contact your family and friends and neighbors and say, you know, if you're not in Ohio but you're listening to the show today, uh, we could use your help. We will be flushing our voter rolls tomorrow, which just simply means, you know, we'll be able to see at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. who's voted. Mm. And then we're going to call all our conservative voters to make sure they get to the polls as well, because each off year election here in the state of Ohio, you have roughly about 500,000 people who just don't vote. Uh, they only vote in presidential election right. cycles. Yeah, that's true. So I want to encourage people to go today to volunteer.createdequal.org. Say, say that again, Peter. Dot, say, say that yeah, again. Yeah, thank you so much volunteer.createdequal.org. So again, it's volunteer.createdequal.org. They're one of our partner uh, ministries here in the fight here in Ohio, and they're doing this election day, kind of flushing the voter rolls to make sure we get all our people to the polls to vote. And it's amazing when we talk to people on the streets, even my own neighbors out walking down the street, you know, whether it's taking my kids to the park or whatever it may be, and I ask them, have you heard about issue one? Uh, and then by the time we're done talking, they have a sign in their front yard because even those who identify as pro-choice or progressive, when they find out that this eliminates parental rights in the state of Ohio, that this would allow for painful late-term abortion, even those who identify as progressive or liberal, 60% of those said, well, we don't want that in our constitution. So we feel like we have a real pathway to victory here if we can just get our folks to the polls. Okay. Uh, Peter, let us uh, tell us again where people can get more information and where they can actually, if they need help getting to the polls, do you have a way to help them? Yeah, thanks so much. So protectwomenohio.com, that's the main hub, the main website where people can find information, contact, they can send us a direct message if they need help getting to the polls, whatever it may be, protectwomenohio.com. And then if you want to help us, though, with our kind of voter flushing, calling people on voter on election day, that's volunteer.createdequal.org. Excellent. Peter, thanks. And uh, we'll, we'll talk again uh, after Thanks, the uh, so election. Much. Please pray for us. Yeah, indeed. Absolutely. Uh, again, Peter Range <clears throat> doing a great job uh, with Ohio Right to Life. And, <clears throat> you know, this is a, you know, the great victory of Dobbs' decision cleaned up the Supreme Court's jurisprudence, right? Uh, Roe v. Wade was highly, regard- was highly disregarded as a precedent. And so it was nice to get rid of it. But now it's back to the people, right? It's in the hands of the states. And it's up to us to do the job of communicating, just like Peter did with those neighbors of his that he happened to come across. He just asked them, what did you, you know, have you heard about this uh, issue one? And it led to a conversation. It led to them, in fact, putting up a sign. So it is important for us to be comfortable, to know uh, 
you know, to know the issue, to be able to enter into conversation. And I, because I do think that most Americans don't think very deeply about abortion. I don't think they think very much about the moral status of the unborn child. Um, we know from polling that they don't like late-term abortions. They don't like paying for abortions. They don't like taxpayer funding for abortions. But they don't like to bother people either. And they think if abortion isn't there, it's going to create trouble for abortion-minded women. I don't like that. They have to, they have to be um, persuaded that the primary victim of abortion needs protection. We can help abortion-minded women who may have all sorts of needs. We see the work that uh, Guadalupe, worker, Guadalupe workers it goes about. But we can make a difference. We just have to keep the education going on. <laughs>